Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Last night I led a session and led a dinner session at the Training Magazine virtual conference, which quite frankly is one of the best experiences I've ever had. Well organized, well laid out, great people people really attentive. The sessions I attended were fantastic. What I wanted to share with you is something that's very interesting that I shared with the group last night. And for lack of better description, I want to introduce a concept called conversation tracing. So I have a friend who works in the retail business and he is a talent development officer. And he was going into one of their retail locations and they're still doing quite well with their retail. And he went in and saw somebody stocking shelves. And the manager was pretty upset because the person should have been up there doing uh, bagging and you know uh, loading up people's products and carrying them out to the car, which is one of their services. And as he approached these people or this person, he literally was quite angry and there was a retail team lead, somebody who had instructed this person to restock the shelf. So the young employee was very taken back, was very embarrassed, very humiliated. It was within earshot of customers. And the talent development officer started to do something that I thought was really interesting. He said, you know, I thought about one of your podcasts where you followed somebody into a department. He said, I started to do that. So after the employee got done, went to the front of the store, did some work, and then the traffic had subsided and he followed the employee back to a work area where people take breaks and he started to complain and he started to do something that was quite interesting that I think happens a lot, not just in retail, but all work person started to tell coworkers how much the manager of the store had attacked him. Now think about what just happened. Attacked him. Now that's a pretty strong statement. Now, according to my friend, the talent development officer, the manager was not in the right, which comes out later in the story. He was pretty abrupt. He said, what are you doing? Why are you stocking shelves? You should be back helping people load up their bags and put him into the car. Now, unbeknownst to the manager, the store lead the team leader had instructed the employee to restock that shelf. So what was interesting is he heard the employee in the break room complaining and using terms like, he attacked me. He never listens to me. It wasn't fair. And to a certain extent, the employee was right. Yet the manager did not attack him. And it teaches us one lesson. When we have incidents like that, we go into in emotional interpretation or emotional reading mode or emotional listening mode. See, I think people listen emotionally. We don't just speak emotionally. Yet that employee used the term, I was attacked. 
So as my friend walked to the front of the store after listening to this employee, not interrupting the employee, just sitting within earshot, walked through the store and then heard two customers, a husband and a wife team saying, that was really uncomfortable to listen to. So he went up to the two people, the couple and said, you know, were you alluding to what just happened with that manager? I actually work at the company. And they said, yeah, it was really uncomfortable because we heard the other supervisor, they referenced the team lead as a supervisor, instruct the employee to do that. The employee was actually doing his job. I said, thank you. The, the, the talent development friend said, you know, thank you so much. Went to the front of the store. Now he could hear the manager complaining about the employee and how lazy he was. So what's the end result of this? So my friend, I think brilliantly, saw something. And that was the evolution of the conversation. The employee said, I was attacked. The general manager said, the employee was lazy. The team lead wasn't speaking up in fear of retribution from the manager, or at least that was the perception of my friend. Here's the funny thing. Nowhere in here, nowhere in the story was there a conversation. See, a conversation is when we share, we listen, we really listen, we actively listen, we state back what somebody said. Now, let's play back. What could the manager have done? The manager could have gone up to the employee and said, we really need you at the front of the store. I would love it if you could go help out right now. That would be awesome. And not make an assumption that the employee was being lazy or was stocking shelves because it was easier than helping people take their uh, products out to the car. And then the conversations that did take place were really ancillary to the situation. The employee went back, shared with other employees, I was attacked. And what was amazing to my friend is, some of the other employees jumped on that bandwagon and said, yeah, he does the same thing to me. I don't think anyone was attacked. They were potentially unfairly managed. The manager goes to the front of the store and says, that kid is so lazy. And the team lead didn't say a word, knowing they had given that instruction and probably did not feel safe speaking up. So the manager, in his mind, is thinking what? Well, the, the team lead agrees with me. They didn't say anything. And what was really cool about the conversation with my buddy is I said, do you think the conversation stopped there? And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, do you think it stopped within the store? And he said, well, I would hope so. And I said, yeah, but what about the couple that went home? He said, oh my gosh. I said, right. They're going to tell the average person who has a, Negative experience at a place of business will tell up to 23 people. I forget the statistic. Up to 23 people. They have a great experience. They only tell up to three people. That conversation took on a life form. In 2021, conversations are going to matter. Our ability to speak and listen and build trust and converse are going to be absolutely critical. So think about that. Think about that. All that manager had to do was, I could really use your help up at the front of the store. You can come back and do this afterwards. 
There was an assumption. There was no questions. There was certainly no listening because there was no dialogue that took place. The only dialogues that took place was outside the situation. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.